Hey everyone, Carrie Beck here with Family eBiz, and we are starting a brand new series to help you when you are working at home. Sometimes it is so hard to concentrate and actually be productive and stay focused, and that is why we're going to start the Get It Done series. Today we're going to be talking about productivity tips, but let's take a step back. Can you believe it is actually the last quarter of 2023? I can't. Rather than just go on to 2024, I want to help you finish strong. And some of that is by being more productive. You still have a month and a half left. So what goals do you have for Q4? What goals this year are you still working on? I'm assuming you have some goals that you are working on. What are some things that you could do to finish strong in Q4? Well, let's talk about it. Okay four tools that I think can truly help you stay focused and be more productive, even though you're working at home. Now, if you are listening to this, please subscribe wherever you are listening to this. And I would love for you to leave a comment about your biggest takeaway. What's the one tool that I share today that would help you be more productive? The first one I want to talk to you about is a calendar. And some of you are like, yeah, I know, I know. Let me just tell you, there are many different kinds of calendars, but the reason we use a calendar is just to put everything on the calendar. We don't put anything on the calendar unless it meets our goal. We just don't go volunteer and say, yeah, I'll do this, that, and the other, unless it meets your goal. I have quit saying yes to everything, even in my homeschool business. If you're not sure how to write SMART goals, I have a blog post that I will put in the show notes for you that you can actually go learn how to set goals that are better. You may wonder, well, Carrie, why are you doing this podcast? What goal is it doing for you? Well, I will tell you the goal that I am meeting. I'll just pull the curtain back and tell you why I'm doing these. Because this encourages me and sort of forces me to give free free weekly content, regular things that will be of value to you. And I believe this is true. If you want to grow your list, that is what you need to do. When I do this type of podcast, it will build relationships with those of you that are listening. When I send it out in an email, it will build a relationship. And what is the biggest factor in people buying from you that they know like and trust you and so i think it's so important that we serve our audience before we sell and that is the reason i go live every single not live i go and publish and release a podcast every single week and so that is something that will stay on my calendar all the time it is good content that i know will serve you well it has served me as well so how do we do this um uh calendar i brought a little Okay, so this is my big four-week calendar. It's laminated. I don't know. We've had this for probably 15 years or so. I really need to move it, but this was September to October, November, and December. It's color-coded. The blue things are pretty much, um, yeah, family ebiz. The pink and the purple and the green are my homeschool business. And so I have, and the red ones, a lot of times are collaborations. Anyway, it's time for me to move all of these two months over here and move out because I need to start filling in what we're going to do in January and February. 
So that's one way. The other thing that I personally use is a Google Calendar. And that has helped me too, because it helps remind me what's going on. I have alarms so that when an event is on the Google Calendar, there will be an alarm or alert that will go off on a regular basis. If it's super important, I make sure there is an alarm on my phone because I don't always hear the alerts. So that would be something. So we put things on the calendar, not just because, oh, that'll make us some money. We put them because they will meet your long-term and your short-term goals. If you don't have goals this year, I would really encourage you to spend the rest of this quarter writing your goals. What's your money goal? What's your um, content goal? What is your relationship? What is your collaboration goal? There's all sorts of goals, you know, and one of mine is always not just make money, but to network with the people in my business so that we can collaborate and help one another. That is always one of my goals. So put some on the calendar if it meets your goal. Number two, write it down. Write it down. Even if it's just a bunch of sticky notes all over your computer or on the wall or wherever. Sometimes that's all I have and a thought comes in my head. I go there I, out of the drawer and I grab the sticky note and I write it down and I just put it on the table till I can go upstairs to my desktop. Write it down. So you write it on paper or keep Trello open. Keep whatever your organizer, online organizer, Trello is mine. I have one card for my priorities, and there's a a project, or I don't know, there's a checklist for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And so whenever I think of something I need to do, I go put it on the day that I plan to do that. And then it gets out of my head, and I don't have to remember it. I don't even have to think about it. The other thing about writing it down, and I was going to look right now, I'm sort of back to paper. Here's my to-do list today. But um, I plan for the next day. So last night, when I finished up, you can sort of see there are numbers, like there's a four, five, one, one, that was one, two, three. So you can see those. I went through everything written here that I knew I needed to do today, and I numbered them. So I sat down and I was like, number one, easing, got it, done it. Number two, keywords and image. I've got it. I've done it. Number Three is these recordings. I was going to record my podcast and get them on so that these are all done. And I'm going to talk about time blocking next week. So I'm not going into that right now. So I will write it down. And then I plan for the next day. If you wait till the next morning, what I have found is I forget. And then it takes me 10 or 15 minutes to sort of rethink what was I doing? What's most important? Where should I spend my time? So. If you are working at home with kids, that's a whole other thing. You still need to write it down. But I have a blog post on how to work from home with kids. And I will put that in the show notes as well. I think that would be really helpful for a lot of you. So calendar, write it down. Number three, SOP. What's an SOP? It's not an SOP. Um, SOP is Standard Operating Procedures. Even if you are just starting and you are the first one, you need to start writing down the process of what, like if you have a blog post and you get it out or a podcast or a video live or whatever, what is the pro process that you go through to share it everywhere? We're in the middle in homeschooling, um, in my homeschool business, of our annual 22 days of thanks. Every weekday in November, we put a blog post and I have 20 other bloggers that have submitted their blog posts. So it takes a lot of coordination. 
Well, we've got a checklist for adding their blog posts and images up there. We have a checklist for getting their freebie in AWeber. We have a checklist for um, promoting it and sharing it. And then we have a checklist on the freebie. If they're offering a freebie, what do we do with that as well? And so those are checklists. This year, I didn't have to like rewrite all that. I just went to last year's and made tweaks and edits. And it's all in Trello. It's saved from year to year. It can be in a Google Doc. And I do have um, some processes in my Google Drive as well. But I will tell you, it is so important to start when you're beginning and plan for the future. I know you're like, I don't have time. Even if it's just five minutes a day working on a process, because then when you're ready to hire someone, you don't have to redo it and think through it all over again. Like right now, we are redoing our our uh, podcast podcast process. In the past, I have always done live videos on Monday, and then my VA takes care of all of that and gets it shared in all the right places. Now I'm recording four or five of these on a day so that I can spread them out. And we'll talk about time blocking. That's what I'm doing right now, because in the end, it will keep me focused on one thing and it'll save me time in the end. So for me personally, I have to reconcile Stripe payment processor with my QuickBooks, with my bookkeeping process. You do keep books, don't you? I hope so. If you're making any kind of money, you better be keeping books. If you use a credit card for your business, you better have a bookkeeping uh, software that you are using. So I usually only do Stripe reconciliation once a month or every other month. And forever, I kept going, oh, where do I go to go? Where do I get? I, get, I mean, I know how to get an account, but how do I find the right report that I need? Same with PayPal. So I didn't write the whole thing down. I wish I had a sticky. I just took a note and wrote the process. Open up Stripe, go to this tab, and then hit this one, and there it is. And it sits on my computer like that. And now I don't have to think about it. And I know exactly where to go to get the report that I know I need. It saves me time. Otherwise, I would spend five or 10 minutes wasting looking for it. That is a standard operating procedure. That is a very simple one. All right. This helps remove the time that you waste trying to figure it all out again. So we have a calendar. We have writing it down on paper or on your computer uh, software, standard operating procedures. And then fourth, delegate. You may not be ready to delegate, but you need to start thinking now so that when you get to it, you'll know what to do. What tasks can only you do and which ones can you delegate the rest? And you may not start with a bunch of hours. Maybe just start with three, four or five. Maybe like for me, one thing I've wanted to do, but I haven't, is we have Texas A&M. I've thought about getting a business student that would help me with Instagram and put it all up there and take care of it for me as just an intern because they are wanting just the experience of doing it. And I could have it might my share process, which we do already have a process for that. But I think they could help me by creating more images and doing some other things that I don't have time to do that right now only I can do. Um, so when you are delegate, let's say you are to the point, maybe you've had a business for two or three years, you're ready to hire a virtual assistant. Maybe it's just five hours. What are you going to delegate to them? What can only you do? What can be, and I will tell you what I have found, delegating to a virtual assistant, the best things are repeatable processes, like putting up all my questions in the Facebook group for the month. 
and um, scheduling my blog posts in my page and my Instagram, scheduling my emails that are repeatable or we already have them written and they just go in and put them in. And all I have to do is do a quick review of them. Those repeatable tasks are great. When you can get someone to get your email, which I finally did a year ago, that is heaven. But there, what are the repeatable tasks that they can do? Also look at who you hire and find out what their strengths are. For me, the images are not our strengths. So I do the images because I want it a certain way. Keywords, I want to choose those keywords. That's really important to me for SEO reasons. But he can easily take our our google doc spreadsheet and look at the keyword make sure it's in the social post or wherever we're sharing those as well so four tips to help and think about this when you delegate all of a sudden you have some more time to really focus on revenue producing income producing activities that's what where you need to be and i would challenge you that every day you work you need to do at least one revenue producing activity one income producing activity, it may be to send an email to a partner that you want to collaborate with. That can eventually produce income, All right? That's the type of things you want to do, or it may be working on your course. I mean, there's a wide variety of income producing activities. So that would be one thing too, to grow your business, but we're talking more about just getting more done. Number one, calendar, be organized, only commit to the things that will fulfill your goals. Number two, write it down on paper or on Trello or some um, online software, standard operating procedures. What is the process that you do for each thing that you do? And then delegate, delegate and let someone else help you. All right, those are some things that I think can help you get more done and get it done. This is our productivity tips. Next week, we'll be talking about time management tips, and then we've got two more weeks after that. So I can't wait to share some more of these ideas. These are things that have really helped me grow my business and have helped me stay focused and be more productive when I actually sit down here and get ready to work. Hey, I'm Carrie Beck with Family eBiz. We'll talk to you next time.